Happy Bruise Day Tuesday, everybody. My name is Caroline King, and you're listening to Bitch Beer. pretty exciting past few episodes. I know every single time before I start these episodes, I'm like, this is going to be the best episode. But really, like all of them have been really killer. And I just feel so spoiled to get to meet such amazing, badass people Um, like Dr. J. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, my God. I can't believe she even took my email. Um, And she had a whole episode. Amazing. And then um, Ash Elliott from Women of the Bevolution. I mean, y'all, this has been insane. So I love that we were able to talk to so many incredible people and oh, my mental health episode too. How could I forget about that one? That was like so, so, so much fun. Um, and now um, this next episode is no exception to that. We are taking it back home to Atlanta to my favorite new brewery that just opened up. It is Bigger Staff Brewing. They just opened up. They're on Edgewood Avenue. And I'm so excited because they are a five-minute drive away from me, and I get to go and have their beer and food all the time. Their beer is just so good. It's so great to see a brewery that just comes right out of the gate, really great beer. Really excited about this place. Um, I sit down with Sarah, one of the owners. It's a husband and wife team, and it's very family-oriented, the way that they run things, the way that they... Uh, name their beers. I won't spoil any surprises for you, so I will let you guys just go ahead and listen for yourselves. Cheers. Interesting personalities, like all, like all family. Um, <laughs> but when we were there, my husband saw the name Bigger Staff and just really thought that would make such a cool name for a brewery. It's just such an interesting name. That's so cool. Um, And so that kind of planted the seed. Um, At that point, we were doing home brewing. Mm -hmm. Um, My husband and my stepson, Cole, were home brewing, and I would join in every now and then, but I wasn't, like, fully involved in it. Um, And so just kind of as a joke, they decided to start naming the beers after family members. So the very first beer that they ever brewed, we named Mama Bessie. And that is after my great-grandmother. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah. That's so cool. So that's kind of how this all started, was this like home brewing, naming beers after family members, and it sort of planted the seed for us. And then I want to say about four years ago is when we got serious about trying to actually make this dream happen. So we, um, I quit my job to... And what was your job before this? Yes, it's kind of an important part of this. My job (laughs) was, um, I was in education. So I had been a preschool teacher for seven years and had been a administrator, so the the assistant director of the preschool for about three years. So So I had some sort of management experience and um, 
being in the education field, you know, you learn a lot about just how to talk to people, their mm-hmm. children, but also how to talk to parents. And um, I feel like talking to, like, learning how to talk to children helps you so much when dealing with people in the beer industry and food service industry sometimes. It's funny because, like, <laughs> I, I tried to make this, like, cor- correlation. Like, the, um, the toddlers are the your staff yes and maybe the parents are your guests yep. or, or something you know there's got to be some correlation I because I've like been in and out of the food service industry for probably like since I was like 15 years old so yeah I've definitely behaved like a toddler and had to work with toddlers before so not to say anything about our staff though because our staff oh your staff is amazing, amazing. I've yeah. definitely felt very like, wow, I, I've got to step my game up when I come in here as a guest. <laughs> yeah, I, they have taught me so much, and I'm so proud of them. Um, number one, it's it, the staffing is such a hard thing right now, and there's so many yes. people who have asked us, like, how, you know, how did you find these people? And I honestly just don't know. I just feel like we're so lucky. Um, number one, my general manager is an amazing hirer. He's awesome. so good. He has such great instincts. And, um, but we just, we just got this great eclectic group of people. Um, it's incredibly diverse and I'm, I'm so proud of them. Uh, number one for kind of sticking in there with us because it was, it was really hard in the beginning. Um, yeah. We had them on staff for about a month before we even opened. Yeah. And so just the fact that they hung in there with us and waited for us to get open because I think they believe in the in the concept as well so well that's what I was about to say because a lot of times it is so hard to find good people Mm -hmm. right now just because there are so many jobs out there and so many people it's you know like there's a multitude of reasons why we can't get staff right now but um, it just says a lot to who you are the company culture here Mm -hmm. but then also like what you're that they believe in what you're doing Mm -hmm. because before you open a brewery let alone a brew pub Mm -hmm. with so many more moving parts yeah so what do you think is your sort of secret sauce for your company culture here that's been keeping keeping people you know wanting to Mm -hmm. wanting to know more I think there are are a couple of things I think one of the things is that we have somehow managed to create this kind of family environment and I think it's it's because we're a family-owned business Mm -hmm but it trickles down. So when I um, leave messages on the, like we have this employee bathroom, it's like a kind of a wall where we leave each other messages and you know, I'll try to leave them like little inspirational messages, like you're beautiful, you know, you can handle this. And I always write like, love mom, you know, and so kind of like- That is so sweet. (laughs) It's really fun. It's fun to, and it gets people like interacting. It's it's really cute. Some of the messages are um, really adorable and and funny. Um, So I think it's, it's this, idea that we're family obviously this idea that clay and i are a married couple who have like mutual respect for one another and it it kind of takes breaks down i think some of the the culture that we're seeing in this industry that's not healthy yeah Um, so we have a healthy respectful relationship and then the trickle down in terms of feeling like the staff is family right um I forgot the rest of the question. No, no, I, th- you're answering it perfectly because right now another thing that's going on in the beer industry is there's so many breweries that you know are being called out for their toxic culture mm-hmm. and being called out for toxic behaviors. Right. And it seems like y'all are like, nope, that's never going to happen right. here because we're starting out right out of the gate. Yep. And um, 
it seems like you all already have some like good practices in place. And um, do you guys like have a code of conduct or anything? Or it's it's um, it's interesting. We we have like a mission statement that mm -hmm. includes you know treating people with dignity and respect and and not um, um, having any like sort of bias in terms of gender identity, sexual orientation, race, you know, all of that. Um, but this morning I was actually thinking we need something written up um, and it needs to be kind of something that all of us see every day. That's almost awesome. like a, I don't know what you would call it, but I, I almost thought of, about even having it like on the wall, like somehow having it as a mural. I so think that's that it's an amazing one of those idea. things that we see like every day and everyone has to be like held accountable. That is so cool. Oops. Oh my gosh. My bad. There we go. Sorry, the mics. I'm low budget. <laughs> <laughs> it's more than I've ever done. <laughs> um, I love that. That is such a good idea because there's some places that have been like they have like QR codes on their cans and it takes people straight to their code of conduct. Oh, that's or, a great idea. But I love the idea of making it artwork. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's so cool. And that, I think that's the cool thing about being like a newer company and a newer business is like you really make the stamp of like what people experience yeah. when they come in here. I yeah. think that's awesome. I think another thing that's kind of different about us is that so Clay and I have never been in this business before. Wow. Um, I mean, we we both like waited tables, you know, back in our maybe twenties. Yeah. Um, so we don't have any preconceived kind of. It, things that are ingrained in us mm -hmm. from the restaurant business or from the brewery business. It's probably more of a blessing than I anything. I think it is in the sense mm -hmm. that, you know, when when we are faced with decisions, we just lead from the heart. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't say, oh, we have to do this because that's the way it's always been done. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. And so um, one of the things that we've recently really been, been talking about, and we've talked about it also with our chef team, is that... I want to challenge kitchen culture, and I want to challenge what has been going on for so long. Wow. With, you know, kind of abusive behavior, um, and and I think we can also do that with our with our brewery. Um, we have so Clay's um, owner, and also we're using his recipes from the home brewing. But our master brewer, mm -hmm. Chris. He's a happily married man who is awesome. just, you know, incredibly respectful and like there's nothing going on behind the scenes that I feel like I need to hide. I just yeah. feel like we're doing exactly what we want to do right. and we're trying to just challenge the, the old school kind of behaviors that aren't appropriate. Yeah. I think that's so important to take that on because like with um, the beer industry and restaurant industry because you are both um, in this building, I, I think taking both of those on and just really having so much control over the way that's handled here mm -hmm. is so powerful and so inspiring. It's something that a lot of other businesses can can look at and model themselves after, even businesses that have been around for a long time mm -hmm. because it is important because this is, you know, places where families are going to come mm -hmm. and, you know, you want to align your ethos with you know, people that you, like, you want to go to a brewery where you agree with their ethos, mm -hmm. you know, you don't want to um, go somewhere if, you know, people are, like, cheating on each other, and there's all this, like, weird, gross stuff happening, yep. so it's just, you know, I think that's really cool, I love that. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, just speaking to the, that culture, there's been so many disappointing things that have happened with um, yeah. breweries and brew pubs that we have admired for so long, and 
I just never want to be in that position. I never want to. Not worth it. Disappoint people for just such bad behavior when there's no no reason to have to do it. Yeah. Well, I I think that's so amazing, and I mean just by walking in here and feeling the energy here, mm-hmm. it definitely feels like just a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm looking, I'm going to take some pictures before I leave, but mm-hmm. like these like big like garage doors and all the like bright light, it's just so beautiful in here. So thank you so much. I'm so, so happy with how it turned out. That's awesome. And I, I appreciate you talking about that too, as far as like your culture and everything like that, because I think it's something that a lot of breweries and other restaurants are kind of struggling with because a lot of breweries don't really have that infrastructure to have the HR but it's like still like okay we don't have an HR department but it's still so important to say that these hey like everybody that works here and walks in here this is our code of conduct Mm -hmm. and this is we don't tolerate any less than this Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. I think that's a really cool example to set yep Um, and then kind of going back so the move from working um, with a preschool Mm -hmm. and then to a brewery Mm -hmm. so what was the day like what was the decision that was like nope it's time (laughs) yeah basically um, my husband was like what so so when we decided we were just gonna take the leap and you know turn our lives upside down Mm -hmm. uh, we had a conversation and he was like honestly I can't do it without you and that's incredible. That's so amazing to be part of like a power couple like that. So that's awesome. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even. I don't feel like we're a power couple. I just feel like we're. That's spoken like a true power no. couple. <laughs> <laughs> they would never admit it, but. So, yeah, he said I can't do it without you, and I was like, okay, let's, you know, if we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it, and I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna put in my notice, and um, obviously I gave them till the end of the school year. I didn't just like leave them high and dry, um, and they were. All, they were so supportive. That's and so cool. Because they knew, you know, when you're trying to um, help someone realize their dream. Yeah. What's interesting, though, is like in the beginning of this whole process, I always told Clay, like, I'll help you. I'll do whatever I can. But like, I don't know what my role's going to be. And he was like, oh, you'll find it. No worries. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and it's it just happened one day. Like, now I walk in here and I'm like, I know who I am. Like, That's I know so what my role is. And um, we just have this joke, though, because for so long I was like, I don't know, like, what I'm going to do. Like, I don't know how to do this. And I only know how to work with children. And, you know, <laughs> and now it's just, I feel so, I mean, I'm still learning. Mm-hmm. So it's not that I, when I say I know my role, I don't really know how to do my job yet fully, <laughs> but I know what my role is. And so I'm, I'm learning. And that's awesome. I, it takes a while to, especially with something like this. I feel like there's probably just so many things that you do that it's like hard to narrow down like into one thing because yes. you're such a multitasker. There is there is so much to do and I'm learning to uh, delegate and I don't like to delegate not because I want control but because I feel like I don't want to add to other people's workload. Yeah. So it's it's tricky and you know I have people tell, telling me like do it like I want to do this like and I always feel like it's funny I even every time I go back into the dish pit with dishes I apologize to the dishwasher <laughs> I'm like I'm sorry and he's like this is my job <laughs> it's okay you can give me dishes um, so I'm still trying to work on that part of myself that I don't I don't want to like overload anyone or you know so but um I'm getting there. Yeah, I'm getting there. It's hard to release the fingers from the wheel, like one knuckle at a time. I've I've been there, so I get mm-hmm. it. <laughs> and then, um, so so you and Clay, how long have y'all been together? We got married December 
fourth, nineteen ninety nine. Oh my and gosh! And I don't, I can't do the math. It's, it's I know it's over twenty. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's. I mean, honestly, I don't think twenty twenty counts for anybody anymore. So, um, but that's amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, just having like such a long marriage, but also mm-hmm. going into business together. Mm-hmm. So that you know, I there's a lot of couples that try to go into business mm-hmm. together, but like, so what about y'all's partnership mm-hmm. is what is what drove you to be like yep I'm gonna quit my job and we're gonna go into business yeah. together so number one we don't argue it, awesome. it's it's an, an amazing thing I mean we disagree and uh, you know occasionally I'll have like a little hissy fit but he is like the most grounded person he is just even keel and I'm awesome. kind of on the other on the other side of it um, we we just have a great working relationship and our, our home life is very similar to like our work life in the sense that we both take on responsibilities. So he does laundry, I do laundry. He cooks, I cook. He cleans, I clean. So important. So it's, and I think it just goes back into this, the culture mm-hmm. that we want to create, which is like teamwork and no one person is better, you know, than the other. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and so, yeah, our, our personal life is, is very, very stable That's awesome. um, and we work really well together in the sense that we understand each other's strengths and weaknesses and then the other great thing is that we never have a nervous breakdown on the same day <laughs> so <laughs> I love that we, that is such a good idea <laughs> we take turns and it goes really really well so there'll be days when I'm like I just can't I just can't like I don't know if I can make it and he'll be like you got this and then like <laughs> two days later he'll be like I'm really struggling and I'll be like okay I'm good now so that's good like, I'm, I can I can totally handle this so that is it's so funny. cool and we don't do it on purpose it just it just happens it's like when one person is in need the other person's available and then that's you know, so amazing yeah so oh, we take care of each other that's really cool and that's I'm and I thank you for um letting me ask those questions because I don't ever want to get too personal but also mm-hmm. it's like such a big part of like the way that y'all are and your story because yeah a lot of times like there are people who want to start a business out mm-hmm. there with their partner but like you know finding those like keys of like okay here's other successful people that started businesses with their partners what are they doing mm-hmm. so um, I appreciate you sharing that because yeah. that's really it's such an important part of you know um, how you all are here today mm-hmm. and then are do you find it easy to kind of keep work and personal separate or <laughs> not yet I think, I think we'll get, <laughs> we'll get there, there. <laughs> um, so we had a night off the other night together um, and we said, like, at the beginning of the night, we opened a bottle of wine. We are starting to cook dinner. It's, like, our favorite thing to do. That's so cool. And I was like, we're not talking about bigger staff tonight. And then, you know, 30 <laughs> minutes later, I was like, but I, wait, hold on. I just have to say one thing, and then I won't say anymore, you know. <laughs> and then, of course, it got into, like, you know, full-fledged conversation about whatever. Um, That's awesome. But it's okay. It's absolutely okay for now because we're so new and really – everything revolves around bigger stuff right now it's and I exactly y'all are so 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 new so that completely makes sense and checks out and um as far as craft beer goes so what is something that got you interested in wanting to do craft beer because y'all started with home brewing and then like going from home brewing Mm -hmm. to actually wanting to make a business out of it yep um so again you know it's kind of clay's dream um we just started making our beer was just so good we just loved our beer always and a plus. so we and we came out of the gate like in terms of like when we first started making such good beers that we you know were 
ready to just like have friends try it and um, we felt so good about it and our friends were just so supportive and like damn like this is really really good yeah. um, you need to like think about this for yeah. real not just like have it be a dream um, and then one of the kind of big moments for us was when we got hooked up with um, chef Ryan Smith from next door yes from Staple House mm -hmm. so we're really really lucky that he uh, agreed to kind of work with us and consult with us and um, we took some beer to him and we put it side by side with another beer I'm not gonna say the name of the beer tell me after I have to know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we like we really want we want you to taste these and give us your honest feedback and his feedback was this beer is damn good and I actually and he, liked he it. has like one of the best palates yeah. in America, mm -hmm. probably North America, probably mm -hmm. the world. So that is huge. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that must have felt amazing. It did. And it was like, okay, like it gave us the confidence to really, you know, I mean, we had already kind of gotten this process going, but it just, it's another boost of confidence when someone like that tells you that your beer is, can stand up against, That's you so know, cool. famous beer. Yeah. Well, and then now y'all are right next door mm -hmm. and, and then also here with the brew pub. Mm -hmm. So... Um, what, what, what went into your, did you always want to start like a brew pub or did that just kind of come with it? Um, it, came, it kind of started as, uh, so Clay was kind of more along the, I want to start a brewery, mm -hmm. just brew beer and then, you know, distribute. And when he and I talked about it, um, I, I just felt like I couldn't get behind that concept Yeah. Um, because my, I guess, what I really like to do is interact with people. Mm -hmm. And um, when you brew beer and someone buys it from a store, you never get to see the reaction tasting, mm. you know? So I really wanted to be able to have that interaction, yeah. um, see guests come in. Um, and so the agreement that we had was, you know, if I'm gonna turn my life up upside down, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna do it in a way that, kind of makes me feel like I can get behind it more. So it's really good negotiating, yeah. but also that's such a cool, I love that concept because mm -hmm. it's so true. Because mm -hmm. if it goes to a bottle shop, you mm -hmm. don't know if they're keeping it in the cooler or putting it out yep. or, you know, if it goes bad. And yep. yeah, I think that's really, I love that. And I love, you know, going to tables and asking them like, you know, what did you get tonight? And they'll say, oh, the Aunt Hattie. And, you know, And then you can tell them, them which family member tell it was them named after. my great Aunt Hattie. And that's then so cool. also just get immediate feedback. I yeah. think that's that's the thing that I like the most is immediate feedback. I watch people try the food and when you see the, the face that they make when they really like it or you know the face that they make when they really like the taste of something of one of the beers um, that is incredibly gratifying and yeah. so I think that's kind of how we got to this concept versus just the brewery. That's so incredible and with the styles of beer that you have what <laughs> what styles have you started with so mm -hmm. far to get you guys out of the gate? So we started out of the gate with the pale ales mm -hmm. and that's specifically because it was a timing thing. Mm -hmm. So they, are, they take the least amount of time to make. Yeah. Um, and so we wanted to have as many beers as we could mm -hmm. to open. I mean, there was a time when we thought we wouldn't even have any. So Oof, we were scary. really, really worried about opening and not having beer. Yeah. Um, and luckily, well, not luckily, but luckily, the liquor license took longer than we thought. And so we ended up being able to open with six of our beers. That's great. Which we were really excited about. Um, but now we've got ready to put in the bright tanks Another IPA, an orange IPA, which is named Mama Bessie, which is the very oh, first I one. Oh, I had that one. Oh, it was so good. You tried the orange? Yes. Oh, I okay. Think, is that the one that she... 
I think that's, oh no, I'm sorry, I had the honey one. That's right, yep, that was named after my grandmother. Right. Oh yes, so that that's was, right. right. So we'll have the Mama Bessie, we're going to have a lager, and then a stout as well. So nice. coming up, I would say in the next, I'm really hoping for the next like week, week and a half, um, we'll have three more additions. That is gonna be really exciting. Yeah. And I love that it's such a wide range for people mm -hmm. too. And then one thing that I also love of, um, about y'all is y'all also have wine too. Yes, we do. Nice. So it was really important to me to have a nice wine list for uh, people who come in who aren't necessarily beer drinkers. Mm -hmm. So like my background is, I'm not a huge beer drinker. Mm -hmm. What I really, really love to do is I like to brew and I like to taste our beers. Yeah. Um, but because I think our beers are that good. Um, so having a wine list was really important to me. Yeah. Um, lots of lots of breweries and brew pubs either don't have any wine or kind of give you a, a one red or one white. Mm -hmm. So I think it's kind of like a little secret of ours, you know, to have this wine list that also like pairs well with the food. I think that's really great. And also like some of my favorite beer drinkers are people who aren't really big beer drinkers mm -hmm. because they really have like such a good refined palate for what they like mm -hmm. and what actually tastes good. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, I'm not just going to drink anything right. like, oh, okay. I like, like if they like a beer, it's because it's really, really, really good. Exactly. So I think that's really cool. Right. Right. My mom is a, my mom was a surprise like beer connoisseur because she hates beer or she doesn't hate beer but she just you know she just never really drank a lot of beer mm -hmm. but she's more of a chardonnay drinker mm -hmm. took her to portland with me and we went to like all these different breweries she was like oh i really like this double ipa yeah. i'm like what yeah no <laughs> oh, i really like this sticky stout i'm like what in the world is happening i know it's because it doesn't taste like beer yeah it's different <laughs> it's beer but it's it's different and the, yeah. it's more complex or it's more sweet or it's more yeah. <laughs> malty or you know whatever like an it interesting is. flavor that sticks out than something like right like like you know something that you would just get like right you know yeah I don't want to talk uh, you know I yeah. never talk shit about other beer ever right, right. Um, but no I think that's really cool and so what so you guys are in your first month for mm -hmm. opening mm -hmm. so this time next year when things are like hustling bustling mm -hmm. everything um, where do you hope you all are this time next year I hope we are really just doing the same thing, but looking back and seeing growth, um, obviously like seeing financial growth, but seeing growth, individual growth mm -hmm. and growth of our staff. Um, and I don't mean, I guess what I'm trying to say is that all of us have kind of elevated our skill set, but have grown as people. and. Um, it's funny because people are like, you know, you're going to get six months into this and you're going to want to open another one. And I'm like, <laughs> my gosh, no. if you do, oh, I that just, would be epic. Oh, oh I'm all for it. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, this was so hard. This whole process was so difficult and challenging and like really the hardest thing I've ever done. Um, so I don't know. But I think what I want to see is that you know, we're able to pay our staff well and that mm -hmm. our staff is happy and we feel secure and safe and financially stable and uh, that we just, we're making good beer and evolving our menu and just evolving as people. That's awesome. I just, I, I'm just so excited. And my favorite part is y'all are around the corner from my house. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be here all the time. You think I'm joking, but I'm like a stray cat. Like if I, <laughs> since beer around me or coffee like I will be here all the time <laughs> yeah well we hope we look forward to seeing you all the time awesome and so um also uh 
what is, I always like to ask this question. So mm -hmm. what is the first craft beer that you drank that made you like craft beer? Our beer, Mama Bessie. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I okay, believe it well, though. Okay, well, hold on. Let me go back. Let me think back to like my college days. Um, <laughs> Killian's Red. Oh my goodness. That's, ooh, wow. That was like when I first realized, you know, there's more to just, more than just. Yeah, more than just like Coors Light mm -hmm. and everything. Yeah. There's no, no shade to Coors Light. I no. drink it. Yeah. If I'm on a boat, sure. Yep. <laughs> it's there. If it's the only thing there, absolutely. Yeah. Um. So I think it, it was. It was Killian's Red, and I was like, oh, okay. It this can, is what beer can be. It can taste like this. <laughs> right, exactly. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for talking with me today. It's so great yeah. to get to know more about you and more about Bigger Staff. Um, and... Yeah, I can't wait to come back. Y'all are always welcome to come back on the podcast anytime. I can't wait Thank to follow y'all's journey. Yeah, maybe next time we'll have Clay on. Yeah, oh, that'll <laughs> be awesome. Oh, absolutely. Totally down. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Of course. y'all they are just so great I love hearing more about bigger staff and learning about them they are just so much fun and I can't believe they're just down the street from me I'm gonna basically live there <laughs> but if you are in Atlanta definitely go see them if you're visiting in Atlanta please definitely put them on like at least your top five list of places to visit they're pretty pretty great so yes thank you to bigger staff for the amazing hospitality and I know I'll probably see you guys one day this week <laughs> Um, also, an announcement, Dames and Dregs Beer Festival's coming up. I am so excited. Um, I am hosting Dames and Dregs Beer Festival along with my dear good friend, Chris, um, the craft beer connoisseur. Uh, follow her on Instagram, and also she was a guest on the podcast a little while ago. Actually, she's probably overdue. I need to have her back on. She's like one of my besties. Uh, cannot wait. We are such a great team. And we're going to split up the day. It's going to be a great, great, great time. It's going to be at the Masquerade, downtown Atlanta. Tickets are available now on at damesanddregs.com. It's going to be so much fun. So this is a festival. It is celebrating women, not just for women. It's for everyone. So bring your boyfriend, bring your brother, bring whatever man you want to. Uh, they're welcome. We won't yell at them. Um, unless they yell at us first, then all bets are off. I don't know. <laughs> but it's going to be a great time for everybody. Um, so, yeah, get your tickets at damesanddrags.com, and I will see you all in two weeks. Or I will talk to you all in two weeks. You can't see me. It's so weird. <laughs> Cheers. See?